welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Lights, camera, action. The Queens took on the silver screen with a Grease-inspired acting challenge in a film-themed runway. So was Grease the word, or were they screaming out, Mamma Mia, here we go again. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Italia 3. And here with me is someone desperate to recreate a Troop Beverly Hills look. It's Scout's Honor. How are you? Buongiorno. Do you think um, I might have learned some part of Italian by now? But no. I, no, no, neither I. I've not done that. Um, uh, Troop Beverly Hills, is that what you would have done for this runway? Probably. Yeah. There's Yeah, no, I guess I would have. I mean, you could have done it. I mean, but that's I was gonna basically say, can just... I come out as ghost face? You could come just, out as ghost Can face. I just wear, wear a ghost face mask? Yeah. Um, friends, let's talk about it. I think I, I don't think we talked about it last week. Um, but the Canada Drag Race season four cast has dropped. Uh we have finally diversity on this cast we have a trans man a trans woman the oldest cast member um a member of the nuff family it's gonna be fun it's gonna be all sorts of slay i yeah. love Canada. and, and then today we got our host looks uh goddess brooklyn she good. gay and tracy um yeah whoever dressed her should be fired or that yeah. Love you, Tracy, but Yeah. Um, I miss Amanda Bruegel. Can we please bring her back? Even just for like a like a guest judge appearance. I miss Stacey McKenzie. <laughs> She's probably like, I don't care about you people anymore. I have a life and a career and fuck off. Oh. And and Jeffrey is like, I'm gonna be a guest judge in America. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, anyone you're excited for? Um Excited for the girlfriend experience. Of course, I've her for a while. That. Yes, yes, yes. Um, excited for uh, oh, what's her name? Who had the crazy? Oh, Kiki Cole. Mm-hmm, Kiki Cole. Yeah, you know what? Listen, I'm excited. We're gonna talk about it. Don't worry, friends. We'll we'll be discussing all these shows. Uh, but for now, we're in Italy. Uh, pronunciations. I still don't know Italian besides the Mamma Mia. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, just for our Italian listeners, I apologize for the Mario movie. Uh, we didn't do that. Um, we tried. As always, and let's leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us. Reality production. We are showing the ending when television show wants us to see. We react was presented. Yes, the real people get an opportunity to go on television to share their craft. They've also themselves in a position to discuss what's in the podcast. So we're entertainment. Discuss reality TV show. Um. Right, <laughs> Greece, and all the not yeah. the country, the movie, supposedly. Yeah, um, I did not expect that would be the movie. Drag Race Italia would take parody in. There is a, a lot of Fellini movies you could have done. It's quite Greece. the, quite the tribute to america this episode well i'm gonna ask you a question we're now on paramount plus i believe in italy 
We yeah. know that the show's canceled, but Rise of the Pink Ladies, do you think there's any correlation? Well, yeah, I'm sure there was. I don't I don't know if it was specifically for Rise of the Pink Ladies, but I'm sure that the fact that they, they probably went looking through like, all right, what movies does Paramount own? We have all yeah. the rights for Grease. All right, cool. We'll do this one. Yeah, that's but then, internationally like, known. I mean, we'll talk about it later, but then no Grease song for the lip sync? Yeah. Well, all right. Listen, huh? let's go through this. I don't get it. The queens are back and Sapatio's feet hurt. That's drag for you. Do your feet hurt after a gig? Feet always hurt. Mm-hmm. So Parada has won and is still here. While Adri is not dead but gone, Melissa will be a little harsh in saying that her fellow chocolate sister deserved to leave. Uh, ouchie. Ouchie. Melissa said, is congratulated for her win on the runway, while Silvana tells Spaya, as she's lovingly called right now, has turned into a greenhouse with all them roses. Uh, someone water her, please. No, it's actually a different Lizzo song. It's not Water Me. Oh, um, you're right. You're right. I apologize. <laughs> Sissy tells us that the talent is at a frightening level this season. I mean, yes, the game has definitely been elevated for sure. But Lashiva, she ain't worried about anyone. Good for her. Good for her. Bonjour, Natalia. It's a new day in the workroom, and lightning has warmed up her engine, and her exhaust is very hot. Meanwhile, I'm just exhausted. Same sister. Yeah. Um. And meanwhile, Scott is literally that. yawning. Oh my god! I, said, I literally yawned oh, as soon as that I was, said that. My body. That was see, great. That was wonderful. Oh. The girls will do something we don't normally see, but they're just going to take a seat around the two tables in the mirrors, like. Just to note it. It's a bit jarring, but hey, we know Drag Race Italia does their own thing. Yeah, there's no rules. They will celebrate being in the top 12. I was like, for some people, yes. that's entering Oh my the god, that's room. like, oh, who was it? Who, what was it? What season was it? They were like, yes, top eight. Might have been the first season of this one, actually. Probably. Well, La Prada is surviving. She says she now knows how to compete to survive. I mean, that's how the show works. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you get from, you, you, you compete. And then if you don't get eliminated that week, you are there again the next week and you exactly. get to do it again and again and again until you either are broken down or crowned. Yeah. <laughs> Try to win a mini challenge because there's a better chance you win. Yeah. No, 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 no. If you want to get on a roll of mini challenges, at least something, well, at least Miss Congeniality. Labrada says she has faced the worst and no longer has migraines. Uh, does that mean she had Amy Kanya? That's a joke, <sighs> friends. That's what her name means. Um, though I good, I, I could see those two bouncing pussies as they realize they're both bottoms. Bouncing? What the? Oh, they're my both bottoms, God. right? Come on. God is listening. Uh, who? RuPaul? RuPaul's listening. Come on, let me write for you. Let me work for you, bitch. The siren sounds, the time for Priscilla message. Uh, it gives us hints of the walk of fame and the city of stars. Have you ever been to the city of angels, Los Angeles? Yeah. Twice. Did you get the infamous In and Out burger? No, I was in and out um, of Los Angeles very quickly for a wedding. Uh, and the first time I went, I was, I think, in third grade. I last time I was there for DragCon, I did not get in and out burger, and I was very, very, very pissed off about that. But you know what? I'll be back. Don't worry, friends. We'll be there. Priscilla's here, and she is giving you these gays are trying to murder me realness. 
That's a Paolo <laughs> joke because that's the yes, show. Thing. Yes. No, I, yep. Now, she will ask the question about partying and seducing men. Um, and somehow these adult references are going to lead to playing games, which then leads to the mini challenge, which is musical chairs. The logic is not logicking, but we're just going to go with it. Um, Why would they start making sense now? Yeah. Now, you've played musical chairs, correct? Not in drag. Not um, in drag. But I have drag. played it. Um, you've played it with camp people. I never played musical chairs at camp. No, okay, okay. Well, apparently it's a very dangerous like... game. Because yeah. they're going to prepare themselves for this challenge, and they're going to need some ass. Though Melissa is like, I'm already carrying Brazilian luggage. Uh, she definitely had a Brazilian butt lift, so that's the proof. Um, but the, the, the pit crew arrives, and that man, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they've got... I gotta go. I gotta go to Italy. I do, too. But he's brilliant out a tray of padded asses for the girls to grab why i don't know if it was product placement if it was for their safety i don't quite know but they're gonna have to apply them to their butts they're gonna have 10 minutes to get a quick drag and i was like 10 minutes is a long time is it i feel like they usually get like 15 i mean sometimes you get five listen 5 10 15 i'm coming out the same way no matter what well, when they return, they're all wearing their asses in the right places, with the exception of Sapatio, who Priscilla's going to call out, which is probably not the right idea. Uh, she's like, what of it, bitch? And she's like, these don't fit me because they ain't my size. They had to have known, right? Yeah, it's like it's like uh, back in old Drag Race US when they would just be like, oh, you're a big girl? Too bad. Well, don't call her ass face. She prefers ass head. I'm not calling you at all, girl. So so here are the rules to musical chairs, because while rules need to be shared, so no cheating. With the music, they'll move clockwise around the rule of stools. When the music stops, they must sit down in front of the stool, never behind it. And that is actually going to be an important rule, my friends. Because this is on camera. Meanwhile, if y'all watch Drag Race Philippines, they put them in a circle, and part of their game was sit on the chairs, but sitting on the chairs already was the pit crew. Uh, so that's the kind of musical chairs I would like to play. Yeah, I want that one. Yeah. Fuck this face in the camera bullshit. Like, literally, those girls were like, I don't fucking care about the prize. I want the man. Yeah. Good for them. Priscilla and her toy megaphone will start the music and the game begins. We're going to hear literally the lyrics, bring back my of bring back my girls before it just cuts out and Very immediately funny. generic underscore replaces it. There's no like pause. It's like it was the same song. The first out is Viserion. <clears throat> now, I don't know if the rules said they had to remain in the line that they were in while they were circling the chairs or if they could run around people, but it was very much a mishmash of both. This next round, when the music stops, you have Cicely standing there posing because she thinks she's out, but really the dumb bitch Amy Kanye sporting her best Gaga and telephone attire was on the wrong side of the stool, so she has to run around, but Sissy snags it, and Amy is out. Hi, girl. Did you like her um, American garb? Yeah. Right. Next, it's the battle of La and La as Prada eliminates Shiva. Then we have Silvana eliminated Astamalanya. Our next round is a bigger battle as Morgana is eliminated. But first, 
somehow we either skipped around or something as Sissy is already on the side. What happened? Because now we're going to play again and she's still there. You know. Is it the editing? Did Sissy just forget how to play this game? Like, what is going on? Maybe a little bit of both. Now another round where we will see an open stool, but Melissa is not paying attention and she is already sitting on someone's lap and lightning steals her remaining seat. Also, if Melissa wore that for a mini challenge, dear God, what kind of wardrobe is she going to have? It's going to be exceptional. Right. I'd be scared if I was the other girls. Literally. Now five left. Sapatio will use her body to her advantage, completely knock lightning to the floor. Like if he got it, flaunt it. I was like, there's clearly not that many rules here because... No, not at all. I mean, drag is a contact sport, isn't it? <laughs> the next time, it's Layla the Twink knocking out La Prada the Twink. Three remain, and Sapatio butt slams my baby Lena. Um, It's okay. I will get my revenge for hurting my baby baby. Final two, Layla and Sapatio. I think we all knew how this was going to end. The caboose that wins is obviously Sapatio, who just shoves Layla as she will knock down the stool and have to pick it up first. Yeah. Yeah. She just kind of that ass the ass really won the musical chair. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something here, okay? Was this challenge rigged because they didn't have the right size butt pads for Sapario? Conspiracy theory unlocked. They're like, oh shit. fuck, we did a bad thing. We gave it to Everybody her. let her win. Everybody let her win. When Sapario is the winner, it's time to reveal her prize. It's Kiara at a hunk. Um, she has him turn around and says prize on the ass. Could you imagine? Like, I mean, could you imagine if he was actually the prize? Oh, but this seems like it might break a law or two, but you know. I don't care. I'll take it. Uh, no, no, friends. He's just holding the prize. Now, Scout, remember last season? The winner of the mini challenge got a badge that was related to the mini challenge. Like they were like scout badges and they, they were cute little things. Mm -hmm. Well, even with this amped up budget, they said no time for one of the one of a kind prizes. You're getting an overstock Drag Race Italia 2 pin. Those are from Drag Race Italia 2 because I have one. Yeah, well, listen, they can't just sit there collecting dust in the warehouse. <laughs> Literally. Also, I'm missing a bunch of pins. So if anyone wants to help me get them for my collection, please hit me up. I want them all. I want to be Thanos. I want to have all the pins. Please. All the badges. Yes. Now, in addition to the World of Wonder discount pin, Sapatio will get to choose her team for the Maxi Challenge as it will be a team acting challenge. Kiana tells them that the challenge will be inspired by a cult film, Grease. Is it a cult classic? I didn't think we would categorize it as that it, yeah it's just kind of a classic it's not really a yeah. cult classic it's just it is a classic maybe in italy it's you know maybe um now I, i'm sure they do but i gotta ask you were you born to hand drive oh yeah oh i had a sax a tenor saxophone solo in the greece uh medley that we did in my eighth grade concert band uh and um, it was it was just me on the tire saxophone wailing on Born to Hand Drive. I think it's like the only dance I can actually do. That and the Macarena. Uh, Born to Hand Drive, baby. I'm really good at handography. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, if, if y'all know the band Steps, I can do that kind of choreo. That's me. I can do that. Ask me to move my feet. Fucked off. I'm done. Um, 
All right, Sapario is going to pick her team, and she's going to pick Alina Galore, Cicely, Layla, Prada, and Amy. Leaving Sylvana, Lightning, Lashiva, Morgana, Melissa, and Verzeria. And Sapario will also get to select their team captain, and that's going to be Sylvana. And friends, that's going to be a very important plot point later on this episode that's going to make <laughs> zero sense to literally anything. This whole episode. I was just like, right. So the pink sure. crew is back, and they have descriptions of the scene. If you remember last season, this is the same thing that happened in that um, telenovela challenge where they had to read what the scene was. Yep. So Sapatio reads first. In a corridor in the front of the lockers are the pink queens, four girls madly in love with Danny. Too bad Danny seems to be interested to get to know a new student better, the angelic Sandy. Now Savannah will take over and say, Sandy, despite defeating such fierce competition, can't find the courage to jump on him. Who knows how this story will end? I mean, I do. They hop in a car and fly away. <laughs> Magic. That's how it ends. Um, which Grease character do you identify with? Because I think I know. Well, I mean, I see myself to be a Frenchie, but... I That's exactly it. You are a Frenchie. <laughs> you absolutely are a Frenchie. I would drop out of school after accidentally dyeing my hair pink. Yeah, you would. Uh, it was so good. So good. <laughs> now, we're going to learn that the winning team will have a single winner, while the losing team will feature the bottom two who will lip sync for their life. Um Great. That's how the rules are. So we knew it from the beginning that we couldn't have nice things. Never can. Never can. Now, before they get their Ramalema ding dong on, they're going to learn huh. that their extra special guest judge is actress Alessandra Mastronardi. Are you familiar with her work? Sure. Yeah. She seems to look no, familiar. They, they, they seem excited for her. Yeah. Um, I, one day I'm going to get a chance to interview every single Drag Race contestant, and the first question I'm going to ask is, "How many guest judges did you actually know?" Right. Like, how many? How often did you have to be like, "Yeah, oh my god," and her. then turn to someone and be like, and then turn, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah. Wait, what? Just, just wait, it. just wait for the one season where they get like Meryl Streep, and there's that one Gen Z twink in the room being like, "Who's that?" <laughs> You know it will happen. It will happen. All right. The girls are going to head to the tables to discuss the plans for their scenes. Now, before we begin, was this an improv challenge or a scripted challenge they wrote? I know we'll get to it, but dare I say I was completely lost. Like, they used Grease as a basis and then destroyed everything we know about the musical. Yeah, I don't really know. I, I, I don't know what happened. Because it wasn't like bad improv, it was if it was improv, it felt like there was a script to it. But I don't think they have time to like actually write a script. So yeah. I'm very, very, very confused, and I would love to know that answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. All right, let's go start with Team Sapatio, who says that they must first pick their characters. Sapatio says that she likes to make fun of her physicality. Okay, so who do you pick? Like that doesn't help us. Right. Um, she's going to tell us though that she works out every morning, but her great training is moving her jaw to lip sync, right? I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, listen, she might use her jaw for other things, but she's a drag mm-hmm. artist, so she lip syncs. That's what it is. Right. Now, Sapati is going to assign Lena, the headmistress of the drag school. She will give the Sandy role to La Prada. Sapatio, Amy, Karania, Leila, and Cicely will be the four pink queens. Sure. Let's go with that. Um, sure. Now, we'll, we'll talk about the specifics of it. Knowing drag race history, why do you want to put yourself in a role that is with other characters? 
If you're the team captain, you say, I want to be the headmistress. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're just hoping to sneak by. Or maybe you just don't watch Drag Race. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Now, in one of the more random confessionals, Sissy will tell us that she's not much of a film lover, more of a dog lover. Now, I'm really hoping that was lost in translation because what? Yeah. The sound effect of a dog? I I don't know. Savannah will tell her team that they will forget the film, Grace, in the sense that they will keep the characters but modifying them in a completely different ending. Great. Lashiva will say that since she is always the bitch on duty, she will play Rizzo, but as they're all going to laugh at that. And again, reference lost on me. If someone wants to explain it, let us know. Yeah. Morgana will take on the Sandy role and Morgana will be like, it's just like in real life. We're rivals. Um, so I can't wait to see that rivalry heating up. Um, but also not the person I would have put in the Sandy role. Yeah, I don't. I was confused by a lot of this episode. Like if. I get confused easily with Drag Race Italia, but this episode really, really, really put in the the, the effort to uh, to make sure I had no <laughs> idea what the fuck was happening. Melissa wants to be the school hottie, and we will see. She's like the Frenchie of sorts later on. She's going to be the hottie from South America who is hungry, but she won't tell you what for. Uh, uh. <laughs> Lightning will come in and says she wants to play the youngest student. Using the drama of 1950s cinema. I'll have what she's having. She's having a great time. She's enjoying herself. She's really having a lovely, lovely time. Right. And this is all we're going to get for now. So we're going to go rehearse. We will head to the set where the school is painted in the flattest of flat colors. There's no texture, nothing. But spoiler, it must have been placed somewhere in the workroom because I recognize those fucking floors anywhere. Oh, what's it? Call back to last episode. Oh, my God. All right, Marissa has Safadio and friends, but before they get anything done, Kiara appears because as the resident drama queen, she's ready to help, or so they think. She wants to know the most important thing. Their team name, because why the fuck not? Right, right. They're like, hey, 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 I understand you're like, you have other things focused on. What's the team name? <laughs> Do they really need one? Like, this isn't like a girl group challenge. No, this is an acting challenge. Well, they're, they're going to be called Drag with a Vice. Scott, what is your drag vice? Multiple re- vodka Red Bulls. Uh, yeah, yeah. Joints on the back patio. Uh. Yeah, there it is. Now, Lena will say they will reveal their vices as they go through their rehearsal. But Lena, babe, you're my vice. Right. <laughs> oh, I love her so much. The Prada will ask Kiara for some advice playing Sandy as she has two character options. She doesn't know whether to make it faithful to the original or go 100% La Prada and turn it upside down. And Kiara tells her to make it a mix because then she never makes mistakes. What? That doesn't make sense. I don't get it. She says, give them La Prada, then give them some Sandy. Um, What would you do if you were La Prada? Would you take her advice? Uh, sure. She's a judge. I guess you go with yeah. that. Why what not? does it mean? I don't know. I just now, smile and wave. Now, Kiara will tell her to blink, but also have the desire to be banged, which was the Scouts Honor playbook back in the day. Listen, friends, I witnessed it. Pride I don't know what you're 2019. About. I watched that it. Was, that was a weekend. The diplomat? For sure. Oh, Roberto. <laughs> 
All right. The girls will then give a taste of their scene. And they're pretty good with choreographed reactions when discussing a five-way. Um, I mean, from what we saw, it looked pretty decent. Like, this should have been funny, right? Should have been. Yeah. All right, next up is Team Solana, who are surprised by Kiara. And once again, she needs a team lame or she's going to go insane. <laughs> they will be known as Queens in Love. What do these names have to do with fucking anything? They literally were like, all right, everyone just say a word. Go. <laughs> I mean, I kind of get they kind of go with Greece, but like, oh, I don't know. Now, Savannah's playing the head. 30 seconds max. Yeah. And and her casting felt right. Not saying it was good, but typecasting is a strong thing. Kiana wants to know if she gets corrupted in the apples of the desk. And she also says from the bananas. Listen, food and sex, not for me, but I won't ick anyone's yum. Has anyone ever actually used that phrase? Maybe in maybe in the UK. No, 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 no. My, my dear friend of the podcast, Manny and Kat, tweeted and said, we don't say that. So, uh, Leland, I don't know what y'all did, but yeah, maybe not something that anyone says. Yeah, why Why didn't they say yuck my yum? Right. Maybe you can't, yuck my yum is not... <laughs> no, it doesn't work vocally. Don't yuck my yum, yeah. Well, I can't. Yeah, it doesn't work. It, it, it sounds like, maybe it sounds like fuck. There you go, that's probably what it is. BBC would lie. never. Don't fuck my yum. <laughs> Now, we, we're, we're going to get a glimpse of Morgana's Sandy, who is a bit of a mess. She looks sweet and innocent, but then she speaks like a man. Sure. Character choice. We learn that Viseria will be portraying Molly, a certainly heterosexual girl because it is the 1950s. And then she will mount Sandy as she has a craving for muff. Yeah, you yeah, know, who among us? Kiara will ask the group if they have any questions for her, and Viseria will use the opportunity to ask if Kiara is single. And well, the flattery is there, but she is off the market. I want to know who the gentleman that got Kiara Fanancini, and I hope he has a walk-in closet big enough for all of her headpieces. Right? Oh my god! You know that oh that my. she has a just a room for the headpieces. It's like a room off of the closet. Yeah. And then Kiara leaves. We're done for the day. Now, do you like seeing rehearsals out of drag, or do you prefer one with a filming in full costume? This doesn't really matter to me. I think if I was there, I'd prefer to be just like out of everything. Yeah. For a rehearsal. Like, let me just focus on rehearsing what I need to say. Like, we can add the other layers later. Right. All right. New day, same race. Uh, also, Layla really loves yarn attire, doesn't she? Listen, that's her name. It is her name, except for this runway. She's, she's a bit chicken too. The girls don't even convene at the tables again as they go straight to the makeup tables. And Savannah is asked, How does she feel to handle all this mat? And again, lost in translation. I don't know what it was. I, I don't know, but whatever it was, she felt fantastic. Lashiva will say that she and Layla come from a dance background, which is art of theater. And someone has the nerve to ask Lashiva if she is a dancer. And she's like, Yeah, I did the death of the hippopotamus. Same girl. Same girl. <laughs> Do you remember the movie Fantasia and the Hippos? Maybe that's the dance. Oh, like the Disney one? Yeah, the dancing hippos and the dancing ostriches. Yeah, I gotcha. Oh my god, that's the runway I want to see. That's what I want to see someone recreate in a look. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be so cool. Okay. Nice. Um, Night of a Thousand Disney characters. Anyway. 
Laprada will chat with Amy to help give her elimination episode edit some sense. She tells her that she is amazed seeing her every day because she didn't expect someone who has been doing drag for eight or nine months to do so much. Y'all, release the audition tape. I know she ended up being a filler queen, but what in her tape made production go, that's our girl after eight or nine months. You know, sometimes they just have that charisma. Drag Race Italia has been on longer than she's been alive as a drag queen. Well, you know, every, every Drag Race series gets there eventually. That's true. She tells the Prada that she has watched drag for so many years and always stole her eye. She watched and learned. She says the drag family is divided between those who do not want to include you and do not want to help you and those people who you meet who have an open heart and become the pillars. Scout, which one are you? Um, I played the fifth. Is it the fifth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Um, it's kind of kind of backtracking here. Yeah, Cara Franchini has a has a like Swedish daddy who's like kind of hot. Whoa, what's his name? Uh, Frederick Lundqvist. Oh, Freddy. Um, I bet she where's gives the, Freddy some. Heady. When's he gonna be on? When's he gonna be on Drag Race Svierge? Sveria. Come on, get it right. I don't Svaria. know. You think I've seen one episode of that? You should. It's good. It's Listen, probably one of so my many, There's only so many non. There's only it. so many non-English language drag races I can watch. I admire Thunder Pussy. A plus drag. A <laughs> fucking plus drag. She's the best. Anyways. Sorry for that detour. There. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Listen, Melissa says it was hard for her because drag clubs pushed her away when she started as they didn't understand. They told her she's a trans girl. She cannot be a drag queen. They cannot exist. Um, it's a narrative that existed for a very long time. And it is a narrative that existed on drag race. And it has mm-hmm. definitely changed. Do you still think that's an issue in the drag scene here in America? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, yes, there probably are times where it happens, but at least now it's at least more accepting, and there are drag artists who will stand up for the trans. Yeah, drag I was gonna say, I think that at least, if anything, there's like more people that are willing to stand up for them now compared to Prado, the past. There can always be more. It's true. LaPrado will ask how her family took it, and she says she comes from a very complicated and very difficult family because she had a relationship with her real family since she was 12. She was taken away from her family because of very bad things happened when she was a child. When she arrived in Italy, she lived for four days in a train station because she didn't know where to go. And I'm like, oh my God, tell me more. Tell me more. That's crazy. She says she's gone through a lot in her life and likes to be able to open up to the girls and hopes with her story she can help others. I'm like, one, winner at it, unlocked. Two, that's it? That's all you're telling us? (laughs) You're going to save more time for this terrible Grease parody and not tell us the rest of that story? Listen. Editors, I, I listen. The way we've seen her in two episodes now, we know she's going to be in the finals. You better give us the rest of that story, please, because there's a lot of missing details. Right. And that's it. We're going to bring it to the runway as Priscilla looks like a fucking goddess. That so gold dress and the sleeves. I want that to be me one day. She looked real good. 
in, 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 insane. Now, our panel includes Chiara Francini, who is not giving us a giant headpiece, just something modest, so like some bows and pearls. Yeah. <clears throat> we have Paolo Camilli, who is a hoot, and Paolo Aizzi, who has to amp up the energy before they leave her behind because they forgot she was in the studio. <laughs> and joining them is Alessandro Mastronardi. We're going to go through our scenes and then discuss the runways. Let's go, girls. Um, before we go through the scenes, Scout and I love Drag Race Italia. We really do. And we love it because it's this weird fucking fever dream that makes zero sense. And that's exactly what we got again. I am so glad we did, but I apologize for everything I'm about to say. Yeah, I my critique here is entirely limited to what I got out of these challenges, which was not much. Um, I... I watched the screen as and I read the subtitles as everything happened and I'm still very confused. So, you know. We're trying here, all right? Queens in love. We're going to begin with our team comprised of Silvana, Lashiva, Morgana, Melissa, Verzeria, and Lightning. Our intro, very retro, has a cool title sequence showing us all the girls, getting us to see what kind of characters are about to play. Love that kind of thing. Very campy, very fun. I don't know if the looks were provided or they brought them, but some choices were made. But for those who will understand this reference, Lashiva was doing her best boudoir LaFleur cosplay. Oh my God. I can see it, y'all. That was the drag witch herself. Um, If you are not a New Yorker, go follow her. She's one of the most incredible drag artists on the planet. We love her. Now, the scene will begin with Silvana as Miss Rottenkulen ringing a bell as she is here to introduce new student Sandy, played by Morgana. Okay, here we go. Why is she wearing a blue sweater? I know she's supposed to be the sweet girl, and Sandy, like, always normally is in pinks and whites. It threw me a little bit. Um, and I know it's a little thing, but, like, it didn't work yeah. for the character. So that's why it- I asked, was it her or was it the show? I don't know. That's yeah, it is a good question to ask because I don't want to put it on her if it wasn't her choice. Right, right. Now listen to the pit crew dude who played Danny and did nothing but stand there and look hot. All the prizes, all the awards, you win. Yeah, no. He got paid for that. He got paid to be a puppet. Dream job. Literally. Lashiva Espiso was great. I think her acting choices were smart, and even when she was not the focus, your eyes were on her. She was very, very good. Yeah. Lightning. She really, really wanted to play Sweet Innocent, to which I was like, then why didn't you play Sandy? Which also would have given you probably a win, because you would have been in a prominent role playing the role you actually played. I don't know. Morgana having to act against someone who was essentially a mute was very hard, but she did the best she could. We're going to learn that Peasel's friends are Meli Molly Meli, and Vazeria's Molly is going butch lesbian realists to save the day when Sandy faints. Oh, Sandy. Um, but I got to ask you, what was she wearing? In what version of Greece does any character wear that? Not this one, the Drag Race Italia one. <laughs> They're literally called the Pink one. Queens. I don't even think she had an ounce of pink on her. Listen, maybe she thought she was being funny. 
or maybe she brought that from home and prepared for the headmistress role. <laughs> um, I will say her choices, like the slow run before giving mouth to mouth, very funny. That was good campy humor. Yeah. Agreed. Now, Melissa did the bare minimum in the sketch, but was also the most present because of her look. Like, that pink hair was so yeah. It was, yeah. It was fun. Now, once Sandy wakes up, she's in terror of what had happened, and Pizzo, once again, is going to call Sandy Sandro. Um, I guess that's the she's a man Mori moment for the scene. Maybe. Sure. Pizzo is called to the principal's office and doesn't go to the principal's office. <laughs> because the principal's office is through the double doors, but then she goes up the stairs. Listen. It's all in a dream. <laughs> now Lightning's character will to Danny, who does not fucking talk, and ask if he will take her to the happy ending. Y'all, I wonder what happens at the happy ending. Well, she wants candy floss and then uh says, Sissy that floss. And I lost it. Um, only I would write a line like that. Um Piso is not going to go to Miss Ross and Cullen's office, but instead is going to try to dance with Danny, who is just there to shake his head at every advance. Me. How do you have a fucking pit crew member be a central character who does not respond to any action? Very, uh, very humorously. And then Melissa's character getting all hot and bothered and teases him with her Cadillac before taking him for a ride behind a random curtain randomly placed in a random hallway in a random school. What? Sure. Why not? But that boy is a bottom. The way those legs went up, we all <laughs> know. We all know. We are, we are, we are down. Now, Sandy is mortified by Danny, so Molly will lift her up, take her away, and now I don't know if it was intentional or not. Vazaria's lash is completely off her eye and on her cheek, and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was the point where I was like, I think I've lost something. It was so funny and so silly. Now, Pisa is now alone to get the stick and touch the boobs of the headmistress. Where did that come from? What greatness is this? There's a I don't know what's going on. So they're going to get married and adopt Lightning's character. Sure. Sure. Okay. And like in Greece, I guess everyone falls in love. Happy ending. Car flies away. I need to know who the fuck wrote this. It was wild and weird and campy, but also it was nothing compared to yeah. what we're about to witness. Yeah, I don't know. Because at least this one had some semblance of grace in it. Yeah, they definitely were uh definitely got a little more lucky. All right, it's time to see the acting stylings of Sapatio. Again, we have the same opening sequence, but this time none of them seem to resemble any character from the source material. Instead, we got the new class of kids and they were just fucking bizarre. Just whoever. Like, I know, like, Grease 2 might be better than Grease 1, but this oh. was not the sequel whatsoever. This was just their own sequel. All right, we're going to start with Amy Kanye again trying to be Jackie Cox. Um, <laughs> Come on. 
Cicely will be an old lady, and then we have Sabario doing stretches on the ground, and the only good moment of campery was having Layla being the perceived leg that she is stretching. What was yeah, that was it took me a minute to figure out who it was, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, poor girl. Laprada Sandy is here and she's playing bad Sandy, which really was Italian Marsha, Marsha, (laughs) Marsha. Down. She also gets to have Danny as arm candy. Once again, he's a mute. But this time, played by Danny's understudy. Like, this one was not cute. <laughs> that wig on this one was bad because the other one had real hair. Not cute. I don't like the understudy. Okay, so we're going to learn a little bit about Sissy's character. She's so old that she studied with Shakespeare. Sure. Did she get uh-huh. back? Was she, what, 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 what was this character choice? What was the look? She's going to tell Amy's character that the boys like MILFs, which might be true in some places, but not 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 this MILF. They do not like this MILF. Not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah. Now, Amy's character, who is this, um, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, she's going to consult the pendulum. He loves yeah. me, he loves me not. And Sapario from the ground is like, he loves you not. He likes sloppy ones and goes on to say, those boiled codfish without salt, without oil, without garlic, without parsley. Um, I mean, okay, so she he likes plain, plain things, I guess. I don't know. Uh, now, listen, Sapario, if 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 she did write this, you can tell that she's a theater actor because there's a lot of subtext without um, giving yeah. us the content. So Sapario, because she loves making fun of herself, is going to just chow down on a sandwich as Layla finally appears now that half the fucking scene is over. Yeah, now that... <laughs> And she's playing this total geek, braces and all, but she's going to adopt a weird voice and was completely unintelligible and just strange. Yeah, I don't. I did not have any clue. Like, I didn't know what was going on at all for most of the time. But there, once she came out, I was like, "All right, I've really lost it." Future Drag Race contestants, do not play an ensemble part. Don't do it. Don't do it. As the girls try to win the boy over, they will ask the spirit. And the spirit said, let's do a five-way. And remember that choreographed head thing we saw during the rehearsal? Well, the way the editing showed it took away all the comedy, so me thinks this was a setup to make them the losing team. Yeah, a little bit. They will get ready to have an orgy as they get away like they're all on Scooby-Doo, sound effects included. Woo, Laprada will actually do decently well in this acting challenge as she's stressed about her dragology test before she gets possessed by the devil. Um, very camp. Very crazy. Silly. And then we finally have the arrival of Lena Galore as the headmistress, and she is sexy as fuck. Everything about her look was brilliant. Her choices were very smart. I think she was one of the better actresses with the ability to work off the mute pit crew Danny because she actually was active and sped through her material quickly yeah the girls will watch from the door as she tries to seduce him as an older woman and by seduce she is going to show the hip pads that sent me (laughs) um there's a reason why most drag artists do not show the public um the undergarments of drag because when you see what the hips are you're like oh right um i mean not scout can show you the hip pads because it's literally an inch yeah, mine? Yeah. Yeah, mine are not big. I need bigger It's like ones. a fucking piece of paper. Listen, listen, they're hand-me-downs. From who? 
My current ones are hearing notes from Seraphim. Oh boy. Well, that one didn't wear hips either. So the day that one started wearing hips, the world was over. Right. Um, all right. So she has the talent that others don't. She can sing, but not with her mouth. Scout, what does that mean? Go on, let's go. Yes, and go for it. Go oh for it. Oh my goodness. I mean, she's a whore. She's a whore. Well, she's now drunk, blacks out. So the girls try to get Danny with their um, Barbie crotches. The plot's completely lost. <laughs> so am I. And if you things, think things are about to get weird, LaPrada Sandy will return as her quote, snatch game character, Danny Zuko. The headmistress will awake thinking it's the real Danny, suddenly feels feral and pounces on him as the other girls have already done the deed with the real Danny and please note that Sissy's Harry Cooch is just sitting on the stairs that's not the grease I know and dare I say I hope to never see again yeah yeah. they had to have written this right I think so no one on staff would be paid to write that Maybe they maybe they put it through like AI. Oh, listen. Maybe AI is rating our drag race challenges now. Could you fucking imagine? Just wait for AI RuPaul. Listen, RuPaul might be frozen. You RuPaul might have like a little frozen thing and be Walt Disney, and that's how we get RuPaul for the rest of our Mm -hmm. lives and our next generation's lives. I don't know. Let's do the runway. Category is Cinema Iconic. In honor of the runway, we're going to play movie star or background actor. Movie star, background, okay. All right. Later, Yarn, doing The Greatest Showman. Look by Andreas Minty and VG Dancewear. Well, this was simple as fuck. I guess maybe oh she's best when she's wearing yarn. God. The jacket really doesn't add much, but informs the reference. I think this is a basic leotard with minimal stoning for minimal act- impact. The hair was cute. Like, this was just way too simple to even be safe. We, as a drag community, need to come together and stop referring to the greatest showman for like five years just like i want like i just want a moratorium on looks on songs on drag numbers on pageant performance like i'm done with it you hear that pass and this and she took that jacket off and i was like so you just had this you just had this literally literally Kiara says she found her to be extraordinary in terms of acting, especially on the catwalk. She says she was like a butterfly and has settled on her heart. Paolo will say she made his irons disappear and virtually missed the magic because he was a bit curious to see that version grilled. What? Sure. Like... Uh, This is an absolute background actor. Background actor. Audience, 37% movie star, 63% background actor. La Prada doing Greenwich Village. Look by La Prada. This is an homage to Carmen Miranda, and after an entire runway on Drag Race Brazil inspired by Carmen Miranda, what a severe miss. Like, if I were Melissa, I'd be like, how dare you disrespect my culture? (laughs) I know interpretation is important, but Carmen Miranda had so much flavor and depth, especially the way that this dress was cut on her original look. Like, this was the Wish.com version and the makeup. I need someone in that workroom to help her quickly because this is a cute boy putting on the bare minimum. Scout, is this our Joffrey of the season? No, it's our Marsha. 
well <laughs> it's the yeah i know joffrey was on a completely different level joffrey was at least what Laprada's doing is like the basics are there she just needs to go further joffrey was like out in left field painting shapes it was, yeah, it was so bad. But was this so is a, it's a, it's the exact same issue that Marsha had on mm-hmm. her season of just it's not big enough for TV. Not at all. Looks great in a mirror, I'm sure. It looks great on Instagram, I'm sure. But now you've got a studio of lights beating down on your face and 17 HD cameras all about 20 feet away from you. If you think it's big, make it bigger. Yeah. It's it just needs to be a little more. What did you do to look though? It's not the worst, but I was I was kind of confused as to what the reference was. That's fair, that's fair. Because so that I was cultured. like oh, right. But no, just I was like a little like, uh, okay. And then I find like I finally clicked and I was like, all right, sure, right, okay. It's not the best, it's not the worst. It's no. in the middle. I'm... All I love the catwalk because this version of Carmen Miranda was really both funny and exciting and full of rhythm. But Asilla says she really appreciated her self-deprecation. She says she is in the opinion that self-mockery must be a fundamental characteristic of drag queens and says the quote she made in the acting challenge about herself downplaying her moment of crisis she appreciated. I'm going to give this a background actor. I wanted this to be better, especially because yeah. of uh, Drag Race Brazil. Same. Background actor. Audience, they're very forgiving. 50% movie star, 50% background actor. Zufadio, hairspray. Look by Antonella Russo, hair by Amnesia Wigs, jewels by Antachita Perotroni. Hey mama, welcome to the body. And even without an entire craft store attached to her, there is no shape to this reflective sack on her body. The hair is huge, and that's great. But when you look, when you look at the garment she has it on, it's just a massive mess. The proportions are off. I think this makeup is more of an homage to the John Waters '88 edition of the film rather than a musical, which we love. And I'm glad we did something different. But hairspray has been done to death, and this didn't elevate it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, this is not good. I do not like. I mean, it's like it's. This is a pillowcase. This is a shiny pillowcase. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be mean by any means. Like, it's the... I don't like the gloves. The, like, white gloves that go all the way up to her armpit. I don't like the cut of this dress. It makes her look like a, like... She looks... It's just a mess. It's just it's a mess. I get 60s. what she was going I mean, the, for. The but... character of Tracy Turnblad, when she comes out, everything is is perfect and, and, and fashionable and stylish. There's nothing about that in this look. No, this is... <clears throat> it's not... Yeah. I'm not going to... Paula says she has a communicative face, which lights up more with her beautiful makeup. She says in this particular capacity, the face comes out in all its beauty with the giant hair. She loved a runway. Kiata says she is truly majestic. She says she has this face that's so sensitive what surrounds her, and she is so funny, but also deeply receptive. And this is crucial as an actress, but above all, as a human being. Um, If you watch it back, this square, like, metallic thing that she has going on it's the exact same thing that they have and on like taped to the front of the judges panel but that's just green and blue it's the exact same thing it's a background actor it's a background actor it's not good 
audience you're kinder 55% movie star 45% back also Sapario if you ever hear this burn those shoes <laughs> let's see uh, it look by Vic hair by Amnesia Wigs there are a million movie options to pick from and picking Pennywise just feels too easy we have seen much better and much more glamorous versions of Pennywise that again this just didn't go far enough I will give her credit in the face that makeup was very strong I wish that she either went full into the silk and lace and sexy or gave us full clown because the tights just did not work for me in this look it ruined it all but it wasn't terrible I would put a handful of euros on the fact that I can probably scroll back through her Instagram feed and figure out which year she went as Pennywise for Halloween (laughs) And then she Sadly. got movie, cinema iconic and she said, Ooh, Pennywise is in a movie. I'm gonna do that. Literally. Which good for her, by all means. I am like if you have things in your closet that work for drag race and you can spruce them up and make them TV ready, by all means go for it. But <laughs> it just I, I just can't help but think that she had this Pennywise outfit. She's done it before. She was like, Yeah, why not? I'll do that. Yeah, sure, I'll do that. I I liked it. It's my background right now. Hey, it is. I, she walked out and waved at the judges. And I was like, why? I'm gonna give it a soft movie star. Yeah, no movie star. I liked it. Audience: fifty five percent movie star, forty five percent background actor. Lightning Aurora, the Little Mermaid, Dome Designers listed. The girl is named after Sleeping Beauty and came out as Ariel, like kind of iconic. I think this is a magical and beautiful reinterpretation of a classic silhouette and color story that we know from our favorite mermaid. The dress is beautiful. It moves so beautifully. I love the top being a nude illusion with a lavender lace. The hair is not bright red, but a soft maroon, but it's still evocative of the character. So I like when you can tell who you're portraying without being hammered over the head with it. So for me, this was a smart move. Yeah, it yeah. It was a smart move. I think there's pieces of this outfit that i question but overall she looks really pretty um which disney princess would you be if uh, if i had to pick one for a runway like this yeah uh i feel like i mean it's elsa does that count yeah absolutely she's a disney princess i feel like it's a good one we'll go with elsa we'll go with elsa i'm gonna give this a movie star yeah movie star i wish the ruching came up just a little bit further yeah. above her knees but other than that that's fine audience 90 percent movie star 10 percent background actor melissa bianchini the chronicles of narnia look by melissa hair by amnesia wigs listen this made me want to go back and watch the movie because i do not remember this character being this fucking sexy i think the reference was not as clear because there have been other centaurs in ips but this look was immaculate like, we've seen this kind of styling on Drag Race before, Canada's Drag Race, but the way she executed it, she is a warrior. Like, she is about to go fuck you up. I love the ferocity in the face. The detailing throughout with the gold elements is divine, and that body, she has got it. She's good at drag. Yeah, yeah, no. She knows what she's doing. She's when doing was the last well. time you watched Chronicles of Narnia? The... Mr. Timmons. I think the last time I watched at least the line the witch in the wardrobe was probably a few years back, like right after like the right the, after the I Disney remakes or like the OG ones that you watched, Oh the like, OG ones. I oh I probably haven't seen those since I was in school. Yeah, right? Those are good. Those are good. I'm giving this a movie star. Yeah, movie star. 
Audience, 90% movie star, 10% background actor. Amy Carania, poor girl. Kill Bill, look by Stella P. Rogers. She made it very hard for the show to deem her a filler queen because she slayed. It was instantly recognizable, extremely hot. I love that she did have stones of the black panel, but I could have used a tad more. The hair is stunning. The mug is beautiful. She should be one to actually teach her friend Laprada how to beat a face. But the sword. I know it's plastic, so maybe stop pulling it out of the case because it looks really silly. This was simple, but very polished. Yeah, I mean, it was like, it's especially for the liberties that some of these girls took. <laughs> she came around the corner and I was like, I know what movie she's from. And she, all she had to do was turn and I knew what movie she was from. Uh, true. She, I mean, it looks good. I I agree with you with the sword. I was like, all right, girl. All right, girl. Okay. And <laughs> I'll talk about like... it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about it some more. But um, no, she looked good. Pato says she could have made the character in the play slightly different and done it so in a way that was a little less redundant. Anasandra says she was someone somewhat penalized by the role itself, but says she was fantastic on the catwalk, saying she came out looking like Luma Thurman and says, in her opinion, she was more beautiful than the original. Fires, fire, shots fired. It's a movie star. Movie star, yeah. Audience, 81% movie star, 19% background actor. All right, let's do this. Lena Galore, Psycho. Look by Luca Della Vedova, Hair by River Biggie. This is drag. This is high drag. This is camp. This is art. This is one of my favorite drag looks in the history of drag race. I am sorry, but to me, this is perfection. This is everything I want in drag. She's giving you the iconic shower scene from Psycho, like the entire fucking scene with the black velvet arm with the knife about to stab her, the crystal dangling to represent the water. I mean, the fucking shower curtain, the blood drops on the shoe, the shower drain. I am in complete awe of this look. And this is the standard of how to marry camp and drag and art and fashion. Fucking obsessed with this. Yeah, this is a very good look. And this is like, this is like one of those looks where not only does she look good, but she like it's one of those things where when you're packing it, you can sit there and you can be like, no one else is gonna have this look. Like literally, Amy packing the Kill Bill look, girl, you're walking like there could have easily been another Kill Bill, Uma Thurman, in yellow jumpsuit on the runway. You could have been standing there next to her, like, oh hey, but there was no one else doing this. She looks incredible. This dress is gorgeous. It's so much fun. She looks beautiful, and she acted the shit out of it. Oh, no, A plus. Priscilla tells her if she had been part of the winning team, she would have been the best bet. She says the outfit is brilliant and the attention to detail. The drops of water on the gloves and those that came out of the shower are truly brilliant touches. Paolo says that she has presence when she enters and lets herself be watched. He says of the outfit, it was an invitation to wash. Uh, It's the movie star. Movie star. Audience. 95% 95% movie star, 5% background actor. I'm not going to call out the person who booted it, but uh-huh. I understand why you did. All right, next up, Vizeria La Dolce Vida. New designers listed. She is paying homage to Anita Ekberg, who we learned about during Drag Race Varia in the classic film La Dolce Vida by Fellini, because Anita Ekberg is Swedish. This is straight to the point, very elegant. I think there was a lot more room to drag it up and add a little bit more flourish to it. Overall, it's very pretty and understated. It's it's not a reference that we Americans would get as well as Italians would. 
say that. Very pretty, though. Pardon me. Yeah, no, it's pretty. It's it's one of those things where it's kind of like it's almost it's like not drag, where it's like yeah. it's like a woman could wear this to an to an evening event and it, but she looks fantastic in it. So I mean, I, you 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 could wear it to um yeah. your student your your child's parent teacher conference. Exactly. It's really just you know, I'd probably wear it without the shrug, but you know. That's just me. It's a movie star. Movie star, yeah. Audience seventy three percent movie star, twenty seven percent background actor. Oh boy, Silvana de Melania, uh, burlesque. Look by Silvana, hair by Amnesia Wigs, jewels by Glam Studio Jewels. Wagon wheel wabutsi. I'm sorry. Please do not teach me how to burlesque ever. Um, let's be honest. They didn't want to give Melissa a win two weeks in a row because I don't care about the performance in this challenge. This was not a good share illusion. Yes, it's recognizable. It is also fucking boring and basic. There is no life in this look. And if you're going to do share and drag, it has to be the absolute best version because unless you can reinvent the wagon wheel Watusi, it's been done before. Um, yeah, it's Do you think this came out of her Halloween costume? This definitely too? seems this definitely seems like it may have been uh she was share for Halloween a couple of years ago and it works. Um, it's not terrible, but I don't think it's Drag Race winning material. No, not at all. Oh god, I I just it's a background actor. Background actor. Um, audience. I'm just yeah. gonna. No, you go ahead. Audience: thirty two percent movie star, sixty eight percent background actor. Last Halloween, last Halloween, she was Pennywise. Shiva, <laughs> we got you. We got <laughs> All right, Cicely, doing the Godfather. Look by Statement Pieces Fashion, Hair by Wig Mistress. I give her credit for trying to drag up an infamous male character, but the Godfather doesn't have to give you an offer for her to refuse. It just didn't work fully. There were some brazen choices that I think if she had a second chance, she would have fixed, and that's mainly the dress. I get it. It was a way to feminize the silhouette of the pinstripe suit, but I think even doing a big, bold pant leg would have allowed the feminine illusion to shine through um i was convinced that she might have been wearing heelys like kate butch um it's very possible i don't know what was underneath that dress but i will give her the softest of passes because at least it's an interesting and unique concept a for effort a for creativity a for a for everything until she put this on um sure uh, it's I know exactly what she wanted to do, and I get it. But come out in a suit, bitch! Right, like right. you did not need to make this weird. Like, can I make a confession? Italians it's, don't hate yeah. me. This was my favorite, my dad's favorite movie. I've never seen The Godfather. I've seen it once, and it was like a long time ago. And I, I would like to watch it eventually. But this, I know I just don't have three hours to sit and watch each movie. And I I think my other issue was this was I don't she wasn't really she was selling it, but she like wasn't committing to it. Like she was like embarrassed of herself. And right. I was like, girl, you're a drag queen. You're already in this look on the main stage of drag race. Commit to the bit. At first it's like, but oh my god, Victor fun. Victoria. And then it's like, oh no, it's not Victor no, Victoria. It's the Godfather. Oh, right. Okay. The Godfather. She said, What's the most Italian American thing I can find? It's the Godfather. 
Alessandra says she is crazy. She says it was not easy. The Godfather is difficult. She says she has challenged herself in an incredible way because it could have been super boring, really flat, and yet she is really just what they say she is. She says the attitude completely changed the outfit. Kiara says to the Max, she's shown, but more in terms of acting in this catwalk. She says she was calm. She did little things. She looked them in the eyes, and she reserved a thought for each of them. I'm going to give her a soft movie star. I'm not background actor. Audience agrees with me. 65% movie star, 35% background no, actor. We can't. And finally, Morgana Kazmika, Back to the Future 2, not one, two. Look by Lama Costume, hair by Baldoria's Crazy Wigs, and more. Again, when you take the color story and the elements of an iconic character and repurpose it for drag, it becomes a success. And that's for me what this was. I knew it was Doc Brown just because of that really fun coat. Having the glasses and the DeLorean as accessories on the utility belt were a very cute touch. The only problem I had were the booties. Like, they were just not cute. Yeah, no, not cute at all. Um, No, I like this look. It is very, like, she didn't, she took her reference. That's how you do a male character in drag. Yeah, yeah. Like, she took her reference and came at it from, like, an original point of view. Instead of just, like, recreating an outfit or anything like that. Um, No, and she did it. She I like it. I like the look. It's a movie star. Movie star, yeah. Audience, 74% movie star, 26% background actor. It is time to find out who the best actor will go to. The winning team is Queens in Love. The winner of the group is Silvana. Why? Because she was was a good team. Can you help me here? (laughs) Now... Melissa, I think because of the look and the, a good performance should have been the winner. Yeah. If you're going to base it simply based on performance, it was Lashiva. Yeah, I would agree. Where the fuck did Silvana come in? They, they like her. That's my her. problem. I think we're being told you're going to like Silvana. She's going to be here till the end. You're going to fucking yeah. have to deal with it. Oh, I think so as well. I also would have been like, edit out what we said in the beginning. Give the fucking win to Lena. Yeah, really? Like any... I don't know. I think it was also like, they also said, like, obviously, you know that, like, whoever is on the winning team will all be saved. And I'm like, well, not always. Right. You can make whatever rule you want any week you want. Like, Well, now we know that Drag with the Vice are the bottom queens. Remaining queens of Queens in Love are safe. Really, what was the criteria of this challenge? Be funny, be safe, faithful. What was the judging? Uh, be friends with the judges? I don't know. I guess so. Someone help us here. Um, let's go to Untucked Junior. Maybe we can make sense of absolutely nothing. Uh, uh, La Prada does not find it fair that they are the losing team because she saw some of the elements of the other team that were not as strong as theirs. Tell me more. Tell me more because I don't know what you're talking about. Layla is undressing and she feels she has to prepare for the lip sync. I guess she needs that microphone out of her stunt coochie because she's got stunts of Kanadikans already. <laughs> now, Amy tells us that she is fierce and she has done so much to be there that she absolutely does not want to leave. I get it, girl. You thought you were going to be more than a filler queen, but they said, I don't have an arc for you, so bye, bitch. Bye. Um, she says she will show her best because she must show more things about Amy. Um, there's always Instagram. There's always RuPaul's Drag Race, Down Under versus the World, 
three first outs versus winners. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> Second out versus winners. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sissy wants to have her say because Sissy's like, I'm out of here. She'll express her gratitude meeting all of them as they know she lives in London and now considers them her new Italian family as she hardly knew anyone. She says if she goes home, she goes to make love to her husband. If she stays, she'll do it with Sapario. What? Already got those last week goggles on. What? Um, maybe it's because Sapario was literally sitting next to her and that was the joke. I don't know, but um, oh. I haven't gotten Sissy yet because she's saying a lot of things that are just going right over my head, or she's saying things that are straight to the point and just are wrong and bad. I don't know. Let's have our minds blown on the runway. It's time to learn the fate of our losing queens, Lena, La Prada, Sicily, and Sapario are safe leaving. I'm gonna Amy Canania and Leila Yarn as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yeah. I, guess. I mean that's the, that that's the problem here is like I guess Sissy made better acting choices and had a more original look, but I I really do think Amy's look was better than yeah a lot of the girls. Layla as the bottom made sense, but I also think Layla as the bottom was there to make sure that Amy went home. Yeah. The song is in English, kids. It's Lizzo's "To Be Loved." Listen, this is a drag track, and if you can perform it, you'll do exceptionally well with it. Yeah. Amy using the sword was Mm -hmm. wild and dangerous and bad. Girl, I kept yelling, like, put the sword down, put it down, put it no down. Don't pick it back, don't pick it back up. Just I I will say (laughs) from what I observed. She seems to be playing with the sword to maybe perhaps distract from the fact that she did not know the words. Absolutely. It was a crutch. It was absolutely there as a crutch. Um, she, uh, Layla is a dancer. She showed the tricks. Amy was very good in stage presence department, but her lip sync was not the strongest. And I, I do want to ask, like, is it because it was an English track? Yeah, I don't know. I think they both did well enough, and I think if this performance happened like later on in the season or was season one, it would have been a double mm-hmm. save. Um, but we're in Drag Race Italia that's back on track to normal Drag Race and straightforward Drag Race, so it was too early for a double gotta save. Gotta go. Amy Crania, um, you no longer are the filler queen. Babich, um, Layla stays. Do you agree? Uh, yeah. Based on lip sync, yeah. Now, I... I know that editing is hard. Editing is very hard. But two episodes in a row, we've eliminated the queens without learning a fucking single thing about them. Listen, they said, you're not going to tell your story later on, so... How do do we do better? Because I feel like all the other franchises this year have done a really good job giving us enough content is 13 queens too much for a beginning of a season? I also I think that they got their jump from what 10 last season still? I think so. To 13 was it was a big order and they were they're still kind of used to everyone's story just kind of naturally coming out because because Amy like again 9 8, eight 9 months like save her for next season she probably would have gone to the end. Yeah, I mean, they could always, they've always got, you know, it's, they could always give her the Shangela and 
They could. They could. I got some burning questions for you. Are you ready? Go. Um, what is Amy's legacy? Honestly, it's probably gonna be this Kill Bill look. It's probably what I want yeah, to think of. Yeah, it was really good. That's really I, good. I will say, like, I am excited to see what look she's gonna give us yeah. um, on Instagram for the future challenges. I'm really excited because I think she, even last week, I think it was one of the best looks on the runway with the green and the hat and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. Um, but again, you can't just be a look queen. There has to be some substance in you. Mm-hmm. Who won the week? Who the best episode? Uh, I I would Melissa Lena. Lena Galore for me. I'm sorry that like, that look trumps everything. It was it was perfection. It wasn't the challenge winner, but listen, Lena. Um, thank you for responding to me when I posted your. Um, Lena, program. come on the pod. Come on Join the pod. Us. Um, I'll have Nelania come on too if we ever <gasps> find her. I don't know where she's been. She hasn't seen my story in days. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna um. Have you checked Columbia? <laughs> I haven't checked Columbia. Oh my god! Maybe it's usually the last go. place you look. So it's usually the last place you look. All right, uh, it's time to sing out, Louise. We have a musical next week. Who do you think will slay, and who's gonna go away? Um, I'm just gonna say it right now. Like, if Sapario doesn't win the musical challenge, I, I think say, Sapario will like quit. Sapario either has to win or go home. That's right. Drag, drag race rules. She's the theater queen, and there's she the theater literally challenge. is the fucking curtains. She's um. Maybe the curtains are coming down, baby. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, we... also, 11-person rusical? Uh, also, if I were La Prada, I'd be scared because so far, they've been getting rid of these girls in alphabetical order. And La Prada's next. <laughs> La Prada, watch out. Watch out, bitch. Oh, wow. Also very Italian for them to get rid of two girls that start with A and immediately jump to L in the alphabet. Um. Wait, wait. Can we just have one season where we eliminate an alphabetical order and see how long the fandom figures it out. Right, yeah. yeah. Just tell oh, all the girls, God. be like, we're gonna bring you back next summer to film a real season, but we're gonna have fun right <laughs> now. I just want one parody season. I, I Listen, I know that we had our, like, fake Hollow Slice special that was our parody season. Yeah, no, 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 I want, Everybody I want wins. a real. Um, I want a real parody season. Yeah. Hosted by Lady Bunny. Um, Alright, after two <laughs> seasons, the win... Or two two episodes. Well, diamond. <laughs> diamond, really. After two episodes, the winner of the season is. I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with my Melissa. She pulled yeah, out a whole horse on episode two. She's got the most they said, airtime. They said she's fucking you, good. Yeah, they said you go take that horse backstage. You go sit, girl. Don't, don't. <laughs> Nay. Um. I don't know. So this... I I I think Lena's be gonna. Lena has Lena's gonna completely be completely um, gone she? from. She's gone from like I don't give a shit about this girl to like what's this girl doing next? Like I good for you, Lena. Also, speaking of Frida Kant, um, did you see the Instagram? Listen, leave. Listen, Frida. I don't know why you have to. Why Lady Camden? Why Camden? Why I'm going to defend her for a hot second. I'm going to defend her for a hot second. Here's what I'm going to say. One, it's perceived that Voss events does very well. It's not true. Um, And when all of the other queens are getting the invite to be the openers for their like other countries, I get it. It hurts. It stings. It, it sucks. Yeah. Two, I know it also sucks not being super fluent in English because Farida at this point in time is not getting a phone call for any other franchise because she doesn't speak well enough English. Mm-hmm. And that sucks because her drag deserves to be seen again and again by everybody on this planet. 
in, in three, she should have fucking won. So I, I get it. The, the sting yeah. hurts. No, I get uh, but it. But yeah, think... don't come, don't come for Lady Camden. Why? Why pick a name? Why just say girls? Just say hey. It was. I, don't I get it. I also am like. But also, Lady it Cam- got a lot of people who had no idea who she was. No, right? She is yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And I will defend her. Like, let's talk about Farida Khan. Lady tell Camden you. just opening up her phone. Like, what'd she say? Fuck me for. And they probably met at DragCon in January too. And and I will also say, it's not any sort of secret that U.S. girls just inherently get much more exposure That's to true. everyone around the world than international Unless season. You all listen to this podcast. I'll help you guide through the people you should know and who you should see. Not remember. All right, Scout. Um, I'll always remember you. Maybe you should there do that go. as your runway look. Um, where can we find you on social media? Venom any projects you want to plug? Ask us on her everywhere. And uh, if uh, if you see me in the next week, it's probably because I'm moving. So uh, send her money. She needs it. Yeah. Send me money. The I next time, really, ideally, it. ideally, the next the next time we record, I will be recording from a new place. Now we don't know if that's gonna happen yet, but ideally that'll happen. So. Uh-oh. Well, Scout, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for being here. Always a pleasure. Bye.